بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین والصلاة والسلام علی رسوله الكریم وعلى آلہ وصحابی اجمعین اما بعد this is part 2 of the recording of the talk do you get distressed because of doubts there is wisdom in people like us experiencing doubts in salah too if we didn't get these doubts and extraneous thoughts at all prayed every salah with full khushu and khudu and did not get any thoughts in salah except those of allah taala then there might have been a risk that we would start getting thoughts of takabbur and believing ourselves to be ourselves to be superior to others allah taala knows best which status appropriate for which person therefore there is blessing for us in having this involuntary thoughts too the summary of this hadith is that a person is not accountable for thoughts that come into their mind without their volition however it is allah taala's great blessing that allah taala has decreed that if a person gets thoughts about committing a sin and even if he got some inclination and temptation to do it but had not formed a full intention then until that stage it will not be counted as a sin in fact he, if he kept getting thoughts of sin into his mind again and again but he kept trying to dismiss these thoughts and did not act on them he will be rewarded for uh, refraining from that sin then on the other hand for good deeds allah taala has set the rule rule that if a person thinks about doing a good deed and has not made a firm intention even then allah taala grants him sawab for that good deed for example if a person intends intends that if i get a chance to do jihad in allah taala's way i'll participate in it and wants to earn shahadat for such a, such a person the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has said in a hadith if a person desires martyrdom with sincere, martyrdom with sincerity of intention then allah taala will count him among the shahada even if he dies on his bed so shuhada if even if he dies in on his bed so the rule about good deeds is that allah taala rewards us with sawab even before we have formed the firm intention and the rule about sins is that allah taala does not make us liable for them until we firmly decide to commit a sin this is allah taala's great blessing upon us someone was once asked hazrat thanvi molana ashraf ali thanvi rahmatullahi hazrat when i stand for salah start getting all sorts of extraneous thoughts it, and it worries me that my salah is useless hazrat thanvi rahmatullahi replied coming of extraneous thoughts during salah is not a sin bringing of these thoughts is a sin what he meant was that if these thoughts are coming without your volition and without your intention it's not a sin however if you start bringing these thoughts uh, voluntarily during salah then that is a sin the cure for extraneous thoughts and doubts in salah is to ignore them completely if a person continues to ignore them and keeps trying to focus on the words or and meaning of what he is reciting in uh, the quran kareem he is reciting in salah then over a period of time these extraneous thoughts stop coming Our duty is that when we start praying the salah, we try to focus on the words we say. As a thanvi rahmatullahi has clarified that salah is required in itself. A person should not belittle his salah just because he gets extraneous thoughts in it. A number of people who pray salah regularly complain that complain that previously they used to feel enjoyment and feel good when praying salah, but they don't enjoy it anymore. the answer is that salah has not been made compulsory for our enjoyment or our pleasure that is not its purpose 
it has been made compulsory as a way of us expressing our devotion and submission to Allah Ta'ala. If one enjoys Salah, it's a blessing from Allah Ta'ala. But if a person does not enjoy it, but keeps praying it, observing all the Sunnah of the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then there will be no reduction in his merit and rewards he will get for that Salah. Rather, if a person does not get pleasure in praying Salah, and had to force himself or pressure himself to keep performing it. For that person, there will be an even greater reward. It is because his heart did not feel motivated to pray Salah, but he forced himself to pray it purely for the sake of pleasing Allah Ta'ala and in obedience to Allah Ta'ala's commands and in the absence of any other intention or motivation. Maulana Rashid Ahmad Gangoi used to say that I congratulate, congratulate the person who never kept got pleasure in praying Salah, but still kept praying it. It is for two reasons. Firstly, because if the person did not get any pleasure in praying Salah, but still forced himself, pressured himself to keep praying it, then inshallah he will be awarded, rewarded for the extra effort as well, where inshallah get more sawab. And secondly, if he got pleasure in praying Salah, there might have been a doubt that he was praying Salah for that pleasure. Have, but if he does not get any pleasure, then that doubt is removed as it means that he's praying it purely to obey Allah Ta'ala's command and there'll be more ikhlas or purity of intention in that salah. He will get greater reward for that salah. In the hadith, the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has told us uh, that these doubts are a sin of Iman and Allah Ta'ala has decreed that these doubts are not a sin. Hazrat Thanvi has interpreted this hadith is meaning that a Muslim won't be held accountable for actions that are beyond their control. As it says in the Holy Quran and again and again, La nafsan illa wus'aha. It means that we do not hold people accountable for what is beyond their control. It, it is being suggested in this hadith that the woman actually should feel happy when he gets these doubts because as per the uh, saying of the Holy Prophet it's a sign of Iman in their heart that they are getting these doubts. As long as the doubts are coming without their person's intention and he is not acting on these thoughts. However, one needs to keep in mind that ruminations are these thoughts which come into a person's mind without their intention. On the other hand, if a person starts deliberately thinking about sinful acts or forms an intention to commit a sin, it is not a rumination. It's a mental action and such mental actions are all sins too. Therefore, a person should not worry about ruminations that come into his mind without his intention, but also should try to avoid deliberately bringing thoughts of sin into his mind. The other way of avoiding useless thoughts and ruminations that come to a person's mind is to become busy in some activity. These unwanted thoughts do not go away by trying to resist them. They go away when a person becomes busy with something else. There's a prayer the Holy Prophet has taught us for this purpose in which we should recite often. Oh Allah, please convert the thoughts coming into my mind into your fear and your remembrance. And please change the direction of my thoughts and my wishes towards those things that please you. And may my heart only be attracted towards those things that you like. Ameen. May Allah Ta'ala accept his, this prayer for all of us. Ameen. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَ عَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ